0: Welcome to His Hands, His Feet podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Camp. Thank you for joining me. I have a question for you. What myth do you believe about foster care? Do you really feel like you have a good understanding what foster care is or why a child is even in foster care? I would bet that you have some strong misconceptions about what it's all about. I know I did before we became foster parents. I really did not have a good understanding of what foster care was and why a child was in foster care. So we're going to talk about that today. That's the main topic of today's episode. And the reason why, not only today, but for the remainder of the month of November, we're going to talk about foster care and adoption is because November is National Adoption Month. And also on November 19th, that is what is called National Adoption Day. and So we're going to talk about that some more in just a second also. But Let me give you a, a heads up on the other three episodes for the month of November um, so you know what's coming your way. Next week, I'm going to spend some time talking about giving you an inside look of what's in the book that I'm about to launch. The launch date is November 13th, and the title is Foster and Adoptive Parenting, subtitle, Authentic stories that will inspire and encourage parenting with, connect, uh, parenting with connection. I'm real excited about getting this resource and this tool in the hands of foster parents, adoptive parents, and even parents who have a child that comes from a, a difficult background, tra- some kind of trauma that's happened in their life. But you know, really, the tips on you know, the style of parenting that is, parenting with connection will work with any, any child but specifically the audience is those that I've mentioned. Foster parents, adoptive parents, parents that have a child with a trauma background are the main audience for the book. So next week, what I'm going to do again is I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about why I wrote the book um, and also what's in the book. Maybe even give you some, some uh, insight on how I went about writing the book. And so that's what it'll be next week's. The following episode, the week after that, will be an interview with a friend of mine who's a professional counselor here in the Austin area. His name is Marshall Lyles. And we're going to talk about the subject of the attachment style that we as parents bring to the relationship and why that's so important for us to understand and, and pay attention to when we are parenting a child, especially from a trauma background. So that's the third episode of the month of November. And then the last, the fourth and final episode in November is you being able to simply like you're sitting in down at the table and listening to Daniel and I have a conversation about how we have helped our son uh, handle transitions in life. And that's one of the tips that's in my book, one of the chapters in my book. In fact, that um, along with the interview with Marshall Isles, both of those podcasts episodes will be embedded in the ebook version of the book that's launching on November 13th. But Daniel and I, we just talk about some things that we have helped him do, some struggles that we've had there uh, with helping him uh, move through transitions in life, both daily to stage of life and big events and things like that. So those are the four episodes, counting including today's, as we're going to talk about foster care in, in general. And going back to this National Adoption Day, back in 2000, it was decided that there really needed to be a focus on connecting families with children who were available to be adopted from foster care, so they began this national effort to raise awareness. For, and, and there's currently over a hundred thousand children in U.S. foster care waiting to find permanent and loving families. Now, what does that mean? A hundred thousand children waiting to find a permanent fo- home and a permanent family. These are children whose Biological parents have had their parental rights terminated by the court. And so now they are free and available to be adopted by a family. Now, did you catch how many are waiting to be adopted? Over 100,000 here in the U.S. To me, that's just sad, but it's also unacceptable. And so they started this day um, and back again in 2000. And since then, on National Adoption Days there's been close to 60,000 children that have been adopted. They've moved from foster care to a forever family. And that's, a, that's one of the positives about this. But also, they wanted to use this day to not only uh, raise awareness of, of the amount of children that are in foster care waiting to be adopted, but they want to encourage others, other families to, to adopt children from foster care. They also work at building collaboration among local adoption agencies, courts, and advocacy organizations. And and so this is a big deal. And so that's why we're spending this month really focused on talking about foster care and adoption. But there are some, some facts I think are really interesting about children in the foster care system. And here are a few of them. First of all, not only are there a hundred thousand or so children waiting to be adopted, but overall there's more than four hundred thousand children in the foster care system so what's the difference you know these that are not available and free to be adopted, they're working towards being reconciled with their family or their parents, their biological family, maybe extended family are working on things that the court has given them to work on so that they could be reconciled, and that's always. The objective is for them to reconcile with their biological family whenever it's appropriate, whenever it's healthy, whenever it's safe. So just think about that number. Over 400,000 children in foster care in the U.S. Now, I just want to throw this in there because I don't know how it is in, in communities across the nation, but here in the Austin area, every night there are, I don't know, 3, five, ten, fifteen 15 children that have to spend the night in a CPS, that's Child Protective Services, office, or they put them up in a hotel with a, some kind of CPS staff there with them because they cannot find a foster family that can take them. These are children who have just experienced some kind of trauma. There has been some kind of reason that CPS investigators have removed them from their family. Either they have witnessed something or they have experienced uh, personally some kind of crime, some kind of abuse, neglect, abandonment, and they cannot find a family who can take them in and help them to be safe until things are are figured out what the next step is for them. That needs to change. Another thing about foster care and, and foster children is that these children are in foster care through no fault of their own. And in many cases, like I said a while ago, they are the victims of a crime. That was one of my misconceptions um, before I became a foster parent is that I thought at times that the reason why a child was in foster care was because of something that they had done. That is a misconception and a myth that is not accurate at all. They are there because of no fault of their own. Now here's a, a, a positive Statistic: Each year, more than 50,000 children are adopted from foster care. Now, a while ago, I was talking about just on the National uh, Adoption Day, over the last 15 years of that being a national day, there has been close to 60,000 children adopted on that day combined. But each year, about 50,000 are adopted from foster care. And as I mentioned earlier, we adopted our son through foster care back in 2012. But here's a a sad statistic. Each year also, more than 20,000 children age out of foster care with no family, no forever family. What does that mean by age out? Well, when a child reaches the age of 18 in most states, some states it's age 21, then they are no longer um, in custody of the state they're on their own. And if they have not been adopted by a forever family, then they have no family. Now, some have been blessed to build enough of a relationship, maybe with their foster family or with other adults and other families, to where they have a sense of family. And those are the ones that end up succeeding in life, usually. But so many of them don't. And so they end up being the ones that we see uh, on the streets, in jail, in trouble, dropping out of school, um, and that needs to stop. 20,000 each year age out of foster care with no family. So those are just a few quick facts about foster care, and the children that are in foster care. But let's talk about a few myths and, and talk about what's reality or facts instead of myth. One is that there's not enough loving families available who want to adopt children out of foster care. You know, there was a, a survey, a national survey, commissioned by the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption and conducted by Harris Interactive in 2012, and it reveals that one in five American adults have considered adoption. And of those, 72%, or roughly 47 million Americans, have considered adoption from foster care. That's more than any other form of adoption, including private adoption of an infant or international adoption. But what it shows, that research reveals to us, is that there's a disconnect. Here's over 100,000 children in the foster care system right now who are ready, free, and available to be adopted by a forever family. And there's millions of Americans who have considered adoption from foster care. We need to make that connection. We need to make sure that they understand how to do that better so that there's not this waiting of children in the foster care system. Did you know what the average length of time that a foster child will spend in foster care? It is three years. Three years in a temporary situation, hopefully with a very loving, caring family, waiting for a forever family. That's another statistic that's hard for me to um, get my brain around. Well, here's another myth. Adopting a child from foster care is expensive. I don't know if you've ever looked into adoption, say domestic adoption or international adoption. You can spend tens of thousands of dollars to make that happen. And a lot of people think that that's the same thing or the same case with foster care. The reality is that it, it costs almost nothing. You may have a, a, a small lawyer fee at the time of adoption, and we're talking about maybe but many times that is subsidized or even waived. Also, uh, you have um, agencies that will provide services, practically free, training. That's what we received. We received all kinds of training that was no cost to us. And in addition, there are many agencies and government agencies and companies that will help uh, through employee benefit packages and other things like that to help families adopt from foster care. You can also have a federal tax credit for the year that you adopt a child from foster care. And in many situations, there are even some subsidies and resources that continue after you adopt a child from foster care. So foster care is not expensive. That is a myth. Another myth is one that I I chuckle at, is that adoptive parents must the myth is is that they must be a modern-day version of Ozzy and Harriet. In other words, they have to be the perfect family and have um, nothing that will disqualify them. They don't have to be rich. They don't even have to be married. They don't have to own a home or be of a certain race or age. None of those things will um, or disqualify you to be a foster parent. And if you knew, if we shared our story with you, you would understand that, you don't have to be the perfect couple or the perfect family in order to adopt through foster care. Another myth is that all children in foster care have some kind of physical, mental, or emotional handicap, and that's why they're classified as special needs. Yes, it's true that some children are dealing with some um, physical or emotional concerns, and they do need a nurturing support from, that only a, a permanent family can provide them. But many of the children that are in foster care are just like any other child. If you saw our our son, you would not know that he had any kind of struggles or challenges. He is perfectly um, just like any of his peers. And so that is a myth that all children in foster care have some kind of physical, mental, or emotional handicap. That is just not the case. Another one is that similar is that children in foster care just simply have too much baggage. I can remember uh, hearing stories when we began to share that we were considering adopting, especially not only adopting, but adopting through foster care, that, uh, well, are you concerned that all the baggage that they would bring into the into the, your family, especially if we would have an, uh, ended up adopting a an older child? Well, that's probably the biggest myth of all. These children, again, are just like all children. They have the potential to thrive if they're given love, patience, and a stable environment. And yes, they do have some hurt. They do have some trauma that they need help healing from. But that's exactly why they need a forever family to help them do that. So, those are just a few myths that, um, you know, I think, or misconceptions that people have about foster care. And hopefully, that kind of. Uh, dispel some of those but what if you're sitting there and you're thinking you know this is just helping me remember that or it's reigniting a desire maybe a a, a, maybe you're thinking you know I ought to look into adopting and adopting from foster care but you just don't know where to start well I'm going to encourage you I'm going to point you to a website that is called fosteringhopeaustin.org And the reason why I'm pointing you to this one is because I'm intimately involved with this organization. I serve on the board of Fostering Hope Austin, so I know who is involved with it. And on that website, you can find all kinds of resources. And there's lots of organizations and websites out there like this one. I'm just pointing you to this one um, since I know a lot about it. But on there, they have a page that you can go to that will just go through eight steps to help you get started um, to foster and or adopt. And I'm just going to list those out for you. Step one is learn from others. Take some time to talk to families that you know who foster, who have adopted from foster care. Maybe they've adopted domestically or internationally. Take them out to eat dinner sometime. Sit down, have a cup of coffee with them, and just ask them about their experience. And that, by doing that, you will... Really be able to find out and and determine which way it is best for you. Step two, really pay attention to your motivations and your expectations. Why is it that you want to foster? Why is it that you want to adopt from foster care or some other way? And think through those. Maybe some of them are reasons that um, they're perfectly fine, but being honest with yourself and with others for why you have that motivation and that expectation will help you a lot when it comes time to actually have a child placed in your in your family. Number three, recruit a team. Please don't do this by yourself. Don't try to do it by yourself. Find people who will come alongside you. Maybe they provide um, just some tactical help. Maybe they um, help you, maybe they become licensed so that they can give you a break. It's called respite. There's lots of different ways that that people can come alongside and help you. You know, when we became, um, certified as foster parents, we had a team of, of friends around us that were encouraging that wanted to keep up with how the things, you know, how the process was going. And we were really thinking that we were going to foster kids that were in the age range of four years old to about 10, 11 years old, something like that. We had a bedroom set up that had two twin beds in it, so it was just kind of made, you know, prepared for a child that age. And then we uh, had several calls for different placements, and we turned those down for different reasons, but the one that we accepted in in June of 2011 wasn't eight-month-old baby boy, we had no baby supplies. We did not have a crib. We did not have diapers. We did not have toys for that age. We did not have food for a child that age. And within 24 hours of sending out the message, the call that we were uh, having a placement of an eight-month-old boy, um, we were fully prepared. We had uh, friends that came over and just brought everything that we needed right off the bat. So, that's just a small reason why you should have a team around you. Number four, determine what child might be best, a best fit for your family. What age you think would be good? Like we were, you know, as I was just sharing, we were thinking in the four to ten-year-old. Are you open to a sibling group or not open to a sibling group? Uh, there's just different questions that you need to kind of think through. And don't fall into the trap of thinking that you just need to be ready to accept and receive any child that needs a forever family. Really pay attention to what the dynamics of your home is like and what child is a good fit for your family. Number five, find an agency. First thing you would want to do is look for in your community a an orientation meeting that the the local county or state agency is providing. And not only will you learn more about the system and the process in that county, but you will also be Introduce to uh, agencies that can help you in the process. Number six, equip yourself with resources and training. On this website that uh, I just that I'm pulling this information from, fostering hope, Austin. There's some great uh, resources that are on there. But again, other websites and uh, books and videos, all kinds of things that you can tap into to help train you. Also, the agency that you go with will give you a lot of a lot of training. Step number seven: Wait expectantly. Yeah, it is a process, and you know we're talking about November nineteenth of this year is National Adoption Day. Well, I'm afraid that if you want to go adopt someone from foster care today, you can't just walk in on that day and say, "I'm ready." You know, let's you know give me a kid that I can adopt. It really does take a process. There's training involved. There's home study and background checks, those kind of things. And then it just may take some time. You know, we were certified to foster January of 2011. We didn't have our first placement, which ended up being our only placement um, to date on June of 2011. So it was about six months before we had our first placement. And then he was a foster-only child, and so the, the family was working to be reconciled for about twelve months, and it was fifteen months later after he was placed with us is when we adopted him. So it it'll take time, you know. So you just need to be prepared for that. And then step eight, uh, the placement—you know—when your child is placed with you, just keep in mind that that's not the end. Really, that's the beginning you can still need to make sure that you have that team of support around you and you still need to have continued training and continue to learn not only learn about you know parenting styles and and ways to to uh you know help your child in general but you need to really become a detective and figure out you know and learn who this child or these children are that have been placed in your family so that you can really understand and know what they need so those are are Quick eight steps of really how you can get started on the process of fostering and adopting. And again, that website is fosteringhopeaustin.org. And in fact, both that information and also if you want a reminder from me about the book that I'm launching on November 13th, you can go to my website, and that is kennethacamp.com slash session three. And that'll take you straight to the page where this podcast episode is is on my website, and you'll find the link to this uh, website I am talking about here, fosteringhopeaustin.org. dot org. And also, you will find a, a way a form that you can fill out. And give me your contact information, and I promise you on November thirteenth, I'll send you an email to remind you that the book is launched and that you can get it for free. You can get the e book copy of Fostering and Adoptive Parenting for free. And it'll be free for about three days. So you don't want to miss that. So just go to my website again, kennethacamp.com slash session three, and they'll take you straight to this page. So hopefully that's helped you get a little bit better feel. I know that was a lot of information in a short period of time, but I want you to understand a little bit better what foster care is all about and hopefully remove some of those myths that we all tend to believe. And if you're thinking about the possibility of adopting through foster care, I would encourage you to make that first step. Sit down and talk to a family. Talk to one or two or three families that especially have adopted from foster care. And that will help you get started on that journey. Thank you again for joining me here on His Hands, His Feet. Until next time.